Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood, and uh, just a brief housekeeping here. Uh, if you have been listening to the podcast, I haven't posted one uh, recently, um, and that's simply due to just kind of the breakdown of time uh, that I have to work on the different things that I have going on. So um, one of the big things that I've been focusing on recently is our job board. So I added a, a free job board to our website at medicalsalescertification.com slash jobs. And so that's been a, a really taken up the majority of my time when I have time to, to kind of work on this side, side gig stuff. Uh, that has been taken up a lot of the time recently. So, um, But I have that up and running and uh, just posted three new jobs last week. So if you haven't checked it out, uh, do so. And you can sign up uh, on that job page. You can sign up for uh, email alerts as like that I will send out as I get jobs posted. So anyway, that is... That has been kind of the latest project, but now we're back, and um, yeah, I think that's all I got, so uh, hope you enjoy this episode. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode, this is actually the second time I'm recording this episode because the last time I plugged in my microphone, but I forgot to select the microphone as the audio recording source. So it was recording from my computer and not the mic, which therefore turned out to sound so bad it was absolutely not recoverable. So this is round two of the same podcast. So hopefully uh, there will be less tangents and I can get to the point a little bit better. Uh, we can only hope. If not, then uh, <laughs> you're gonna, you're just going to be glad you didn't listen to the first uh, first version. So uh, that aside, what I want to talk about in this episode is I've had a number of people reach out to me recently, so I felt it was relevant to do a, a podcast about this specifically, and I've probably touched on it at times in the past as well. But I wanted to to do one specifically about this question, and it's the the question I get is some version of how do I get past the gatekeeper in the interview process? And in particular, this, is, this question is being posed from the standpoint of you don't have a perfect resume or you have something in your resume that doesn't fit the requirements that they're saying that they expect, need, want, etc. for this job. So let's say, for example, you don't have sales experience, but the job posting says minimum two years required for sales experience, right? Like that would be one example of what do I have to do? How do I get past the gatekeeper? How do I get the first person that's uh, looking at resumes, whether it's the AI bot that is, you know, scanning resumes that I submitted online, whether it's the uh, entry level HR person who is looking through the resumes and picking, you know, 10 resumes out of 100 or picking 20 resumes out of 100 to then do their initial phone screen or maybe even get to the the initial phone screen uh, and then realize like, oh, you don't have any sales experience and, and this job requires two plus years. How do you get past that gatekeeper, right? That would be one version. Uh, another example would be, um, let's say you don't have a bachelor's degree. So a lot of people reach out to me, they have maybe an associate's degree, but they've got a number of years of work experience. And they're saying, well, I don't have a bachelor's degree, but can I still get this job, even though the job says specifically, you know, bachelor's degree required? 
So how do you get past the gatekeeper? How do you convince the person that is uh, the front end defender, let's say, of who gets through and who gets passed through on the job interviews? How do you convince them to overlook that quote unquote glaring weakness in your resume to push you forward in the interview process, right? That is, that is the question. Now, this is likely, this episode is likely not for the people that have a great resume, that have sales experience, that have a bachelor's degree, that, that fit the prototypical uh, associate sales rep role. This, you know, it's probably not going to be as relevant for you in number one, number two, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe you still listen to the podcast, but I'm not sure what value specifically this would be bringing. So, um, here's the reality in short, I'll give you the short answer and the long answer to the question. Okay. How do you convince the gatekeeper to move you forward in the interview process, even though, uh, the job requirements say, you know, they require something that you don't have. How do you convince them? Short answer is you don't. Okay. (laughs) Like, what are you going to tell the HR person? Hey, I understand I don't have a bachelor's degree, but you, you know, this job is requiring it. You should still push me forward because I have good good work experience. Here's here's the thing in like there's an adage in sales, which is don't take a no from somebody who can't give you a yes, right? Well, first, do you think that the gatekeeper is somebody that can give you a yes? Like the gatekeeper is not hiring anybody. They're being told what to screen for by somebody else. Like, just so we're all clear. The HR personnel that put together these job postings, they are not the ones that are writing down all the requirements needed. Like what happens is, and I mean, this is how it happened previously for me when I would request, uh, you know, I sent a message to our HR team at the corporate headquarters saying, hey, there's a job here that we want to get posted and this is what we're looking for. And these are the requirements and this is how much, uh, work experience or sales experience, et cetera. And then they would just do the screening. They would, they would post the job and then do the screening and then they would send me like 10 candidates. And then I would do the interview from there, right? Like some version of that is how these jobs get posted. Okay. So the gatekeeper that is keeping you from moving forward in the interview process because you don't have a bachelor's degree or you don't have sales experience or some other uh, aspect of the job description that is a quote unquote requirement that you don't have. They have no authority to do that. Like, first of all, if you expect somebody that is the, uh, is an HR person to tell a sales manager in the field who sent them the job listing, Hey, yeah, I know you said you were looking for somebody with a bachelor's uh, degree and that was a requirement, but I actually, I interviewed this guy or this gal and she seemed like a good fit. She didn't have a bachelor's degree, but she's got some good work experience. So I'm going to send him through anyway. Like, do you think that's going to happen? I don't. I mean, the personality type of the HR person that would have to be in place for them to ignore the sales manager or the the person that gave them the job posting to post the type of personality that would have to be required to tell them now i think i know better yeah i know you asked for this i know you said you wanted somebody with two years of sales experience but actually i talked to this guy he he doesn't have any any sales experience but he seems like a good candidate so i pushed him through (laughs) like does anybody think that that's happening i certainly don't 
And so the the point of this is, I guess the point of the whole podcast really is don't waste your time trying to convince people that have no decision-making power. You're literally trying to get the person that has zero decision-making power to make a decision for you. Like they're not going to do it. They have no authority to do it. It's not right, wrong, or there's nothing against them. They're just the ones that are given the job postings. You know, like for example, the previous company I was with, we were looking to fill a sales rep role and the manufacturer that we had was Combat Limitech Orthopedics. Well, I was up here in Chicago as a sales manager and I messaged the HR person down in Florida and said, hey, we're looking to fill this position. These are the requirements that we're looking for. She's like, okay, I'll get you 10 candidates, right? <laughs> but she's not coming back to me saying, hey, I know you asked for these requirements. I felt like that wasn't the right thing that you should be asking for. I, I felt like, you know, that was maybe a little bit too much. I found some good candidates that didn't have those. Like, it doesn't happen that way. And so that's the whole point. Like, if you've been following any of my stuff, you'll, you should fully understand that my primary recommendation is you reach out to the people that work in the area that you want to work for the companies you want to work for who could actually hire you that you would actually be working with because let's say you don't have the perfect resume let's say you don't have a bachelor's degree let's say you don't have sales experience something like that who is the person that could give you the override who is the person that could say yeah i know we were you know wanting to get somebody that had a bachelor's degree yeah we were wanting to get somebody that had two years of sales experience but you seem like a good enough candidate. She seems like a good enough candidate that we just had to hire her anyway. We'll take the risk. Who is the person that can do that? Like, let me tell you for one thing for sure, for one thing for sure, that doesn't make sense. Let me tell you this for sure. It's not the gatekeeper. And so you're trying to convince somebody that has zero decision-making power, zero override capability. Who is the person? The people in the field. The territory manager who's hiring for the position or the sales manager who runs, who manages that territory manager who also is heavily involved in the hiring process. Those are the people who could actually say, okay, I, yeah, I do have a handful of candidates. Most of them fit exactly what we're looking for from a, you know, previous requirements standpoint, but I actually interviewed this guy or this gal and she, she, he or she seemed so good that we needed to go with them anyway, even though they don't have a bachelor's degree, even though they don't have sales experience that we're looking for. They just seem like the right fit. I think they're going to be great regardless, etc. Those are the people that you have to talk to. It's not the HR people. It's not the gatekeepers. There is nothing you're going to say to them that's going to make them be, oh yeah, hey, hey, territory manager over in Chicago. Yeah, I know you asked for this, but mm, I felt like that wasn't the right thing. I, I met some really good people you know, there were some really good candidates that applied to the job. They didn't have what you said you wanted, but I thought they were really like, it doesn't happen that way. So stop trying to convince, like spend zero time, zero time trying to convince the wrong people. You're literally trying to convince the wrong people that you're the right person for the job. It doesn't make any sense. It's you, you're spinning your wheels and you're not going to get anywhere. All you're going to get is frustrated. That's all that's going to happen. You're going to, you're trying to figure out how do I convince this HR person to, to push me through the interview process? It's not going to happen. Then you get frustrated. You need to be, you're talking to the wrong people. The people you need to be looking out for are number one, associate sales reps that are in that area. Why? They're not the decision maker. They're not going to be able to hire you. They're not going to be able to, to push you through and, and um, 
give you an override on the things that you maybe don't have, the requirements that you don't have. But they have access to the territory managers in the area that are doing the hiring, number one. They have access to the sales managers who are in that area as well. So they can help you get connected, okay? So that's, that's first and foremost, associate sales rep. Then you look at territory managers, territory sales managers, whatever the title is, whatever version, territory consultant, every company and rep wants to say it a little bit different, but it's some version of that. They're the ones that you would actually be working for in the job. So can they give you an override? Potentially, right? They are somebody that could do it if they wanted to. They could push for you. They could say, hey, I understand that you have this person over here, sales manager or HR person that fits the bill, but I actually talked with this person. I met with this person. They seem like the best option. I want to hire them, okay? Like that can happen. Now you, now you have a fighting chance when you don't have the requirements, quote unquote. The other persons are, people are the sales managers, area sales managers, uh, you know, regional sales managers, the level above the territory managers, because they are often the people that are heavily involved in the hiring process as well, because territory managers are gonna be busy on a day-to-day basis running their territory. And so those sales managers who sit above them can help out a lot with the territory managers in the interview process. Now, that territory manager is likely gonna come into play at some point throughout the interview process, but the sales manager is likely gonna be heavily involved in who that person is. Going above that level, going above a sales manager, area sales manager, regional sales manager, or something like that, not likely that you're gonna get any traction because like, if you go to like a president of sales of a company, they're just gonna pass you on to somebody else because they don't have time, like they're not gonna be interviewing you. They have other things. They're they're working on a much more kind of zoomed out approach of the company as a whole. The whole reason for having people below them is so that they don't have to do those jobs specifically. So those are the three people you need to be talking with. If you don't have the perfect job description, perfect job description, the perfect resume for the job description, don't try to convince the gatekeepers. You're not gonna get anywhere. It's gonna waste your time and you're gonna get frustrated. You're gonna you're gonna feel like you're not getting anywhere. You're talking to the wrong people. You have to reach out to the territory managers, the sales managers, and the associate sales reps who are in that area because those are the ones who can actually help you get hired, even if you don't have the perfect resume. So, um, hopefully, that is helpful and concise and better than round one. Certainly feels like it was from my end. Anyway, um, yeah. I think that's all I got. Thank you guys for listening and we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. If you thought that this podcast was helpful for you, consider subscribing to this channel and leaving us a review. And if you're interested in learning more about the medical sales training programs that we provide, you can check us out online at medicalsalescertificationprogram.com. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode.